Who wants to play Drink the Beer? Right here. <laughs> you win. All right. What do I win? Another beer. Oh, I'm going for the high score. Well, actually, Charlie's got the high score. Hey, man, your clock won't flush. Well, hey, little boomers. Welcome into the podcast. Hey. I'm Jordan. Warren's here. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. What a do, what a do. Uh, there's only two of us here today. I'm why, is, sure, why is that? I doubt you're surprised because what? everybody seems Hold to just want to cancel last minute. No, they'll be surprised whenever we say, who who was supposed to be here? Yeah, so uh, Austin, who is an OG of the podcast, you know, original original member of the pod. Not him. St- obviously still still a part of the pod, but he S- does live two hours away, two hours south down in Gallup of Nowhere, a.k.a. Gallup A.K.A. Gallon of Piss. <sighs> there you go. Well, he was all excited. He called me uh, last week. He was like, hey, uh, he's a college recruiter. He's like, hey, I'm going to be in Columbus. I'm going to be at Pickerington North High School. Uh, I'll be there Wednesday. I'll be done at the high school by 3 o'clock. We can meet downtown for some beer and then do the pot after. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, cool, man. Awesome. Excited to have you back on the podcast. Well, Mr. Wilson, who I had text yesterday, I said, hey, man, excited to have you back on. Um, just let me know when you're going to be ready or what time you're going to be free. I'll be off work around so-and-so time. We can meet up and, you know. Do what we got to do. Yeah. Uh, didn't respond last night. So this morning I wake up. I say, hey, here's my work schedule. See you later. See you this afternoon. And you're up pretty early. Up so pretty early. Me. Yeah, up yeah. pretty early. I was up, I think, probably around, what, 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning, I think. Um, he texts me as I'm on my way here to our studio in the short north. <laughs> and what does he say? Oh, I got my weeks mixed up. It's next week. Not going to be here. So I had planned. I told the other guys in the group chat, say, don't worry about coming. We got, we got, we got three. Three is all we need. It's going to be me, Warren, and Austin. And well, Austin in true Austin form, canceled. Classic Wilson. And if you know anything about Wilson, which some of you, you know, you've listened, you know Wilson. As a friend, he's a great friend, but don't expect a text message back until, like, it's time to actually execute a plan that you yeah. have put in place the, weeks in advance. Like he can be, like he, honestly, a best friend, one of your best friends. He is for me, and same. And we're we're the only two people I think in this wedding as of now. Maybe I, Craig. Probably, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll yeah. see. And that uh, <laughs> other guy. Oh, his brother. Yeah, I'm sure his brother would be Blake, in the wedding yeah, too. Yeah, Blake, Blake probably. And then that but, guy. I bet that guy that uh, that country guy. Oh yeah, the country dude. dude he I was know, on our podcast. Yeah. Like. Episode like ten. But if you're a best friend of Wilson and you go to jail and you get your one phone call, <laughs> don't call him. If you only have his number memorized, just type in a different number. Just type in a any completely number random number. Because that number's better to answer than he is. Yeah. So, and honestly, I hope he's listening right now. <laughs> I hope he's listening to this podcast right now because that's our true feelings. And Wilson, I have not yet responded to your text saying that you can't make it because I want you to know that I left it on read for a reason. I want you to walk because I'm very, I'm not mad at you. I'm just, just disappointed. 
Dad AF. <laughs> Not mad. Not mad. She's disappointed. Just disappointed. Thought you were yeah. better. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. That's all, that's all I got to say about Wilson. But hey, before we get into the podcast, let's go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsor, Seat Geek. Seat Geek. Uh, we have a promo code. It is CBJ. And if you use that promo code on a first-time purchase with SeatGeek, you will get $20 off your purchase. That's right, little boomers. We're helping you. We are helping you help us drink more beer. Yes. Does that make sense? Say yes if I'm right for games. For games, yes. You can go to any sporting event in the entire world. Concerts. Any concert you want to go to in the entire world events any event you want to go to in the entire world church church is usually free unless you got a tithe but yes yeah sure use our code you you can just give us 20 <laughs> give us your 10 percent of it as your tithe as your tithe okay that's all good. the above uh, hey i said last podcast i'm going to midland i'm a big country fan warren i feel like you would like these guys they're very like old-time folky country who is them? i feel like midland Oh, band. I thought it was a location. <laughs> no, that's at the Bluestone. Okay. Downtown. What did I do? Use my code. Geeked it up. $20 off. Seat geek. Geek it up. Geek it up. And also, if you um, have already used a promo code and you've already been a user of Seat Geek, well, if you're like me, you probably have like 15 different emails. Sign up with another Run email. It. Just do it. Who Run cares? It. We're not going to tell. We're not just advocating don't. it, but just... Just do it. Hashtag just do it. Do they have like a slogan? Uh, team Hashtag Team Seat Geek is what they told me to use in all the promos. Hashtag Team, team Seat Geek. That Seems just, Teat Geek. Just, <laughs> just doesn't have the same ring as just do it, Ooh, baby. I, I kind of like their little slogan, like their bio on Twitter. What is it? Seat Geek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's really good. Good nice. job, Seat Geek. I'm good very job. happy to be partnered with them. It is, yeah. So anyways, yeah. Concert, sporting event, whatever. College go to their website. Email. Go to their website. Use if it. you want to find a ticket somewhere, they got it. Use our use our uh, promo code CBJ. It'll get you 20 bucks off your first time purchase. Even use my uh, Marshall, I, my Marshall email, Patrick84 <laughs> at Marshall.edu. Yeah. We'll give you random emails you can sign yeah. up with. And, I'll, I'll make you know. some random one up, and I'll just <laughs> every week I'll give it out. <laughs> first one, first come, yeah. first serve. All I got to say is um, there's like they give me like a special login to where I can view the activity of our code being used. Mm -hmm. Just saying, you little boomers are using it like crazy. You're making it boom. Yeah. We just we thank you because that goes in. That gives us extra money to be more drunk. And the more drunk we are, the better our social media content is. Thus, that's why you followed us originally. Yes, we you, you, we have drunken proof. slurs. We have proof from uh, last couple games. One one of the games, they're like still the best tweet of the season. Oh yeah, somebody is the lights. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We started up. We climax at the first we, game. The first we game. The first game. game we peaked. Yeah, we peaked it's, our first game. We had we were pretty. We had some hot takes, some very drunken takes. And somebody screenshotted uh, one of our our tweets and uh, said best tweet of all time. So thank you. In the words of uh, Newfound Glory, it's all downhill from here. How's the song go? It's all downhill from here. Because he's really nasal. I remember that, yeah. He was a guy with like the weird shaggy black hair, right? I feel like he had like a cleft lip. Pro yeah, he did. I think so. Yeah. I remember band. watching like Newfound Glory and like... Fallout Boy on TRL. 
Oh yeah. Remember IMTV oh, Total yeah. Request Request Live with Carson Daly. See, that was good. I really liked Fuse. I don't know. If Fuse. I don't know if you ever watched Fuse. Was Fuse that a was network? like it was like a more alternative oh, sound. Yeah. Well, station. yeah, you're an alternative type guy. Yeah. But yeah. it was always nice to watch TRL. That was always fun. I thought they were trying to bring it back for a while. They did, but the thing is, it's. 20 it was like 2017 <laughs> so the total request request live was literally requesting to watch a music video when you can just get on youtube when now yeah youtube was not a thing like you this got is, an iphone <laughs> yeah it's like what do you want to watch i'm already watching it shut up i can't i, can't, I gotta wait till trl comes on at 3 p.m okay i can't i can't watch it on youtube guys thing. i can't do it as a young kid it was too not you didn't have youtube as you like, literally you voted your little ass off because you wanted to see nickelback Yes. Okay. Yes, you did, I Jordan. Did. Yeah. I was watching CMT. I don't know what y'all are talking about. They had, they had CMT had their own version of TRL. Did it they play like Nickelback? Country Live. I don't know. They played Nickelback. No, they were playing like Kenny Chesney and like Martina McBride. Nickelback. That's not country. Buck Jerry. Whatever. Or what? We're done with this. Hockey. Anyways, if you remember TRL, tweet at us because uh, that used to be the shit back in the day. Because you, would, you, you be would get with off, you would get off the school bus just mm-hmm. in time for TRL. Oh yeah, and there's the same thing whenever like I always wanted to be one of those people on the street with one of those signs Jumping where they would look down. out the window, like the bands would walk over and they'd wave, and you'd be like, "Oh my god!" It was the kids' version of like "Good Morning America." Oh, absolutely. Well, that's what it was. Exactly to a T. Yeah. But like yeah. as a young young kid, gotta have flashbacks. That was tsunami, to watch like Dragon Ball Z and that stuff. Yeah, all about that. It's tsunami on like Cartoon Network. I think I never watched Dragon Ball Z. I, love it. I never watched Pokemon either. I grew up in a Christian household, and I think my mom thought that it was uh, demonic. Well, this is ironic. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> I'm not going to hell. I'm That's going to heaven because I did not watch Pokemon growing up. Well, I didn't watch The Simpsons, but you did. I did. Yeah. Well, I would watch some shows without my parents knowing. So I didn't watch Simpsons. That's but cool. I was like I, I was a badass in middle school. Whatever. NBD. NBD. Uh, hey, maybe we should talk some Blue Jackets. I don't know. Uh, what? What are that? We could. I don't. What is a Blue Jacket? I don't know. Um, so Jackets were on the West Coast. Hate it. And it's something that I would like to completely forget. Honestly. Uh, West Coast, West West trip, West Coast trip was it wasn't it bad. It was good. Yeah, it, it was good. We came out with three. It was okay. We came out of we came away with three points. Should have came away with six. Yeah, because we we won the San Jose game four to one Easy convincingly. Beat. Yeah, San Jose is a great team. They are. I mean, great. hell, I mean, look at they pick up Carlson. They got uh, their their defense is incredible. And Jackets played a very well-structured game from top to bottom, from goaltending to defense to offense to everything in between. Bobrovsky had 44 of 45 saves. I mean, Bob was standing on his head. Finally, we're seeing the Let's Bob that we all truly knock. know and love. Yeah, knock on the damn wood knock there, Bob. My... Um, he's finally coming around. The passing was great. Everything. like we were, We were finally seeing tape-to-tape passes. It was just... Everything was flowing. Four to one. Confidence going into the LA Kings game. Mm-hmm. Full on confidence, right? Yes. And LA Kings are one of the worst teams in the National Hockey League right now. Certainly one of the worst in the Western Conference. And so we're, we're riding high. Mm-hmm. Riding high. 
And what did we do? Well, we came in and shit our pants. Pooped. We let a giant poop turd out of our butthole. Whoopty scoop. Poop. Poop. Uh, Jackets lost. Instead of winning 4-1, to one, well, they lost 4-1 to one to the LA Kings. <laughs> I don't fault Bobrovsky in this one because what was playing in front of Bobrovsky was a complete mess. It was just terrible. Yeah. And I think all I need to say to sum up this game as a mess is there's there's two points I want to say right now. Hmm. One being Jeff Carter scored. Hate it. Absolutely hate it. And two being we allowed two. Two shorthanded goals on the same power play. That's like I don't know that we've ever done that in franchise history. I'm sure we have, and those of you that are missed, you're all analytical, and you know, you know your stats. Numbers can probably tweet me and tell me I'm wrong, but I don't know that we've ever let up two goals, two shorthanded goals on our own power play. If you go to let us wrong, let us also know how many times that's happened. Period. Yeah, because that's that's honestly, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. That you're that, that you're bad. that bad at your damn power play. That's so. Uh, and awful. of all players, it was Kopitar and Dustin Brown. Dustin Brown is easily probably one of the most dirtiest players in the National Hockey League. So he scored on on our power play. Yep. Um, Jeff Carter obviously had a goal just to add insult to injury within that <laughs> game. Uh, it was just a bad performance all around. I don't really know what we were doing. And uh, Nick Felino was not too happy. Nick Felino had a lot of thoughts after that game. Nick Felino also cussed multiple times in his post-game interview. He did. He did. Can he we s- hear it? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, throw it to a clip of Ooh. old Nick Felino. Not very happy Nick Felino. This feels new to me only because I've never ex- I haven't experienced this Jekyll and Hyde so much. You know, the one game we can play like world beaters, and the next game we can play like slobs you know and, and i don't uh i don't understand it uh pisses me off as the captain of the team um this obviously reflects us and yeah, i don't uh i just i just don't see the commitment that's needed to to win consistently in this league and i don't know why guys haven't realized that you know we talk about all we learned from washington series and you know, we haven't learned i mean obviously with the way we're playing so i think talk is cheap on this team and i'm tired of seeing you guys talk and not do it and you know, I just that's that's my challenge to everybody in here. I mean, enough's enough. There's only so many rah-rah speeches you can get. There's only so much the coach can say. And eventually, you just got to go out and do it and do your job and play for the right reasons and play for your team and accept the role that you need to play in uh, and just do what you need to do to help us win. And and we do it on nights and we don't do it on nights. And I just there's too many nights early in the season where we haven't done it. So, yeah, he's, I mean, he said there, you know, we're Jekyll and Hyde. We're hot, we're cold. Yeah. We don't know what the hell we're going to get when we step out on the ice. And that kind of seems to be what's happening recently with the Jackets. You just, we, it seems like we either have a really good game or just a complete shitty game. I've really yet to see an in between game. Yeah, like, to, to occur. well, yeah. One of those games, like, eh, it happens. It happens. It, we're getting, that's I mean, good, or we get, the hell? Yeah. And honestly, I mean, the Anaheim game could potentially have been the first one of those because we didn't get blown out. Yeah. We took it to overtime. We, we got a point. We lost in overtime. And 
Pierre-Luc Dubois, my God. I think he, he was everywhere on the ice between three penalties. Between playing dreadfully <laughs> and playing fantastically. <laughs> he was an all-out wrecking ball in the Anaheim game. And so was Fowler. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. He well, The score was 3-2, to two and Fowler had the hat trick for Anaheim. It was literally a game between them. It, it was. Cause it was the yeah, Columbus Dubois, had the Dubois yeah. against the Anaheim Fowlers. <laughs> Essentially. <yeah. laughs> That's it. That's all that happened. There was nothing else because, yeah, Pierre Luc Dubois had three penalties. I think in maybe the same period. I could be wrong, Will. No, his separate. Fowler's was, was in the second, both of them. Uh, the, I'm talking about the penalties. Oh, yeah, yeah, penalties. too, yeah. Yeah, penalties, I think Pierre Luc Dubois, he, was, he had them like back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. It was something yeah. crazy. And we started. But luckily he came out. He did score a goal, then scored the game-tying goal with it like with a less than a minute to go. Took right. it to OT. We at least got the point. Yeah, we got the point. We came out of way. We came from the West Coast. We got three out of the six. Ideally, because Anaheim going into that game was struggling. They had lost a lot of games coming into that game. Yeah. We beat San Jose. We should have beat the Kings. I mean, it, I feel like it all should have stemmed from the San Jose game. Yeah. If we won that game, we sh- ultimately, with the talent that we have, we should have came out 3-0 and yeah. that, in that whole West Coast swing, but we didn't. But, hey, I'll take three out of six, given how the Kings game went. That was just, I don't ever want to relive that again in my Ooh. entire life. All I can say is I'm glad I was drinking because I was hammered during I that game. That. Yeah. I think I even tweeted that from the artillery. Yeah, the Good tweets, thing we're drunk. Tweets slowed down. <laughs> oh, they did. If you, ever, <laughs> if you ever follow the artillery on Twitter, and our tweets are very, like, you know, in the beginning, like, period, period and a half, like, we're rapid fire. We're spitting them out. We got the gifts. We got everything happening. We got the graphics. And if you ever notice it kind of dwindle off, that's because we're, we're drinking a lot more, and we don't Jump. give any cares in the world. Drink, drank, drunk. drunk. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> we try to give you the best content we can, but we're just, in the end, we're just guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. Guys hi. being dudes, and when it comes down to it, beer's more important than you. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> it is what it is. Especially if we're losing, yeah, that's definitely the case. <laughs> yeah. Because you guys don't want to, like, check the Twitter and be like, yeah. see us and the Blue Jackets and, like, other not important names be like, help. Yeah, what, what do you want us to tweet when we're losing? You know what it we is. We can give you our thoughts. If it's close, we'll keep up, but when it's, yeah, one to three, gonna be one to four. Don't care. Yeah, don't we, care. we don't. Don't care. We care, but we don't care. We'll spend time with your family. <sighs> Something like that. Yeah. Um. But hey, Jackets. They rebounded nicely, though. They came home. Uh, played the Dallas Stars. Tyler Sagan. Solid. Um. I was gonna post a picture. I thought. I thought. I had some second. Some second thoughts about it. Mm. So as soon as we won the game, we're I. I downloaded Tyler Sagan's uh, ESPN naked body issue. You know yeah. how they do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I downloaded his, and there's, there was one image of him like in the shower, and he's standing in the shower butt naked, but he has like a rubber ducky over his dick. I was going I was, I was to put the Blue Jackets logo right there <laughs> and just say Jackets win, you know? Be the property of. <laughs> yeah, property of Jackets. <laughs> I, I chose not to. In hindsight, if I would have been drinking, I would have done it. But last night, I didn't drink during the, the, the Stars game. And I would have supported that, too. Yeah. 
just to like me not doing it or me doing you it. doing it. Oh yeah. Because like drunk or sober, I've been like, yeah, do it because he already put his body out there. Oh yeah. It's not like he cares. Oh, he doesn't give a shit. And if you guys care, I mean, it's already been, it's been posted by ESPN. So it's not like if we post it, it's going to be controversial. It's already yeah. been posted. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we, Hey, we play the stars next Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Comes so right back on Monday. If we win, I will do. Guess what we got. The only thing is, I, st- I have a naked picture of Tyler Sagan in my my gallery right now on my phone. So if anybody goes through it, a little awkward. FYI. But I do have a lot of questionable Snapchat screenshots of you, of no. Nick, of yes. Austin. Mm-hmm. A lot of. If anybody if, was to <laughs> ever go through my phone, granted, I think your phone, probably Austin's. Nick, every time I send him anything. Oh, screenshots. Yeah. If I go, it'll take me five seconds to get this. Here we go. Just went to my phone. I don't want to know what, what through. one you have of me. And there we go. Oh, there I am. <laughs> shower time. That's all we're going to say. Merry Christmas. Uh, shower time. Shower time. <laughs> oh, hell, I'll say. I don't care. Listen, I'm very close with my friends. I love my friends. And I'm just, sometimes you just got to be, you guys being dudes. We just, yeah. I was on my phone, laying on my bed before I was getting in the shower. And I was on like my belly. And I just sent a picture of my ass. I said, almost shower time. Yep. With a nice little selfie of my face. We're going to tweet about the game or the, about the pod. And if you guys retweet it and we get 50 retweets. 50. 69 retweets. <laughs> I was going if, 69. Yeah. If you retweet this 69, get there, I will reply to that with the picture. Oh, God. Can you blur out my butt, though? I don't know if no, I want my ass all over social media. Best part about you. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Smaller than your balls. <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever. We're done with this conversation. Oh, okay. Anyways, Jackets, Jackets won against Stars 4 to 1. Great game. Uh, Duclair continues to impress. Doing very well. Uh, if Austin was here, if only he would not uh, cancel on us <laughs> last minute, he could talk about how he predicted that Anthony Duclair was going to be one of the guys to watch out for, potentially a top points getter this season for the jackets and lo and behold lo and behold he's right in the mix right there um bob also looked good bob was like i said bob's being bob i love it he's doing good knock on wood Hmm. um so speaking of duclair and how he's kind of in the mix right now um so the goal leaders right now as it stands for the blue jackets anderson seven atkinson six PLD, Pierre-Luc Dubois, balls as big as the building. Big as the building. Six goals. Anthony Duclair making league minimum right now. Six goals for the Jackets. You know who you don't see so far in the top four in terms of goals? Yeah. Who'd that be, Warren? Uh, Sonny Milano. <laughs> well, clearly. <laughs> I, think I, I think I'm more so getting at Artemi Panarin. Oh, yeah, granted, yes. it's still early in the He's season. He's right there. He's right there. He has five goals. I mean, Anderson has seven. So, I mean, those are your top five and, and goal getters. But, I mean, you got to look at Anthony Declare, man. He's he's uh, He seems to always be in the mix uh, when it comes to any type of play developing or happening with the Jackets. And mm-hmm. I love him. I'm sure Austin's popping the chub. Oh, yeah, he's chubbing the bub. He's chubbing it. And the thing is, I'm liking something that's really not noticed, but how well – Granted, like he got two in one game, but Anderson. Oh, dude, Anderson. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Anderson has been doing phenomenal. And this is what we talked about. Like, I'd love to see him, like, 
come out playing great yeah. and just can maintain it this time. Yeah. If he can maintain that, he's going to be like one of the top players, no oh, yeah. doubt. Yeah, that, that's, but He fizzled out so yeah. fast. And that seems to be a problem with, I'd say, three-fourths of our team. A good bit. Is maintaining it. Yeah. They, that's why we're so hot and so cold is all these guys will come out one game mm-hmm. and they'll do their checking. They'll do everything that they need to do to, you know, the, the, the passes will be crisp. They'll, they'll be good on every aspect of the game. And then the next game, they just decide, oh, well, we did a good this game. Let's just go ahead and give up and not do it this game. Just hold and out. that's where you see where the LA Kings games, you know, comes into place. Yeah. So, yes, to, to your point, you know, if Anderson can maintain that consistently, consistently which he seems to be doing. Yeah. That'd I mean, this, if, all those play, if all of our players can do that, this team is going to be, if they can just get that consistency. I mean, right now, we are currently second place in the Metropolitan Division. We have... I think 17 points. Is that so. right? 17, 18. I think, like, I, th- I want to say the Islanders, are, Islanders have 18. What the heck? Which, where the hell, where the hell the did heck? the Islanders come from? Nobody knows. Barry Trotz is, uh, you know, left the, the Capitals. <laughs> yep. And John, Jonathan Tavares left the Islanders, the superstar. And somehow they are, you know, first place in the Metropolitan Division. But good on you. Uh, absolutely good yeah. on you. Yeah, we I mean, got 17. Hell. What's the points? 17 points for us. They 17 got 18. 17 points, 18, yeah. So we're second place, granted, yeah, still early. But if 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 our power play, which is currently performing at an 11.9% conversion rate, <sighs> so bad. which is absolutely terrible, I think that's Crazy. good for 29th out of 31 teams in the National Hockey League, which is surprising. Nashville Predators are actually below us. They're a very good hockey team. Yeah, and another, you know, who's... Right there with them? Who? They're also a great team. Who? One guess. Uh, below them? They're tied. They're tied. They're both what at 11.8. Division? They're in the... Or what uh, conference? They're in the West. They're in the West. Uh, let's go San Jose. Knights. Knights. Oh, Knights. Yeah. Las Vegas. It's crazy. Las Vegas, they're, they're not... They're not coming out guns... Yeah, they're not coming out guns of blazing like they were last year. They're still good team if they can get rolling but they're nowhere near where they were at least this point last year yeah they were but still a good team tied with 10th yeah at 21.5 damn not this year so we've uh we've converted (laughs) (laughs) i see you have your phone up now but seven we're seven of 59 on the power play that's like 11.9 percent <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Congratulations. You're smart. Is that martial education? You sure? Yeah. That's that's oh, man, that's so that's bad. bad. That's really bad. We have hey, we had a power play goal versus the stars uh on uh We did get one Tuesday night, so yeah, yeah we'll we'll take it's it where we can get it, but baby steps, baby. We're struggling. I don't know. At least I mean, to wrap up that whole little segment there, three out of six on the Western Conference swing, I'll take it. Come back home, Dallas. Great, convincing win. Bob looked great. Bob's, I think Bob is finally back in Bob form, and yeah. that's what we need from him. When he's good, the Work team's it. good. Yeah, that's all we need. Yep. All right, let's go into on that, off that, baby. Bringing it back. We're bringing it back. It's been about three weeks. We've given it a break. We're bringing it back. Let things pile up. Because you know why. 
Mm. We don't want to give you too much of a good thing. Yeah, you know, we much. want you to want it. Yeah. Okay, we want you to want it. Don't be gluttonous. Yeah. So we're bringing it the holidays back. are coming. Don't be gluttonous. Don't be gluttonous. Give and take. Give and take, baby. Getting a beer. And we're bringing it back just for you. Okay. All right. So our first one. I'm getting a beer. Oh, you're getting a beer. Yeah. Oh, hurry up. Play hold music. Oh my God. Okay. Now that Warren has his beer, we're good. His classy, maybe American made, brewed brewed in the USA is what it says. Not sponsored by? Not sponsored yet by Bush. Play dead or Steve? Something like that. Hey, speaking of beer, we have a huge announcement that we want to make, but we're not going to make it until the end of the podcast. Hashtag. Hold out. (laughs) What? There's a word for that. What is it? If you don't want to tell somebody and you want to hold off till the end, cliffhanger, no? Cliffhanger? Not cliffhanger. <laughs> What's that word? Uh, we'll just, for sake of Aaron Portsline, we'll say clickbait. Hashtag clickbait. <laughs> clickbait. All right. We're going to wait till the end of the podcast to share what we have to share with you. It's pretty cool. It involves beer. Um, it's dope AF. You're going to love it. And yep. you'll get a chance to potentially hang out with all of us, which is pretty awesome in itself, right? Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so. And if you want to take some guesses, here's a little hint. You might be brewing about it. You might be brewing about it. Uh, it involves sleeping together. <sighs> it involves being naked in a shower together. Hold on, let me start over. You said the first one, and I go, I. You said the second one. Being like, naked in a shower together. Like. Drinking beer in a shower together. <laughs> that. <laughs> and and having and pouring a tap in a certain room that you're staying in. Like that. Okay. That's good. That's all we need. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right. On that, off that, here we go. Warren, you finally have your beer. I can end the hold music maybe. Yeah. It's been ended a while back. It has actually. been. Yeah. Stop that way, way we back. We haven't been talking unless you like continue it. We, ha- <laughs> we Yeah. No. I could. It's all done in post. All right. First on that, off that, are you ready? Warren Patrick. You're going to go first on all of these just because I have to read it and it'd be weird if I started, you know. You dick. Uh, first one. <clears throat> Oliver Borkstrand being a healthy scratch by Torts versus the Dallas Stars game. Are you on that or off that? On that. It's needed. It's Pieces have been just kind of fluctuating throughout our groups, our teams, our lines. And so at some point you got to look at the board and see that really nothing coming other than three points on him. Yeah. And so, I mean. He's definitely lacking in the points. And the other person that's got to be like really pushing to start getting something going, it's got to be Riley. Riley Nash, yeah. You're brought here for a reason. Yeah, I mean Riley's Maybe a you're center. on a lower team or on a lower line. Lower line. But that doesn't mean you don't prove yourself. Yeah, right now yeah, you're I mean, not. Riley's doing it. been he's kind of an up and down though in terms of lines. Um, Wherever you're at, you got to perform. You and do. He's not doing you much. Do. And yeah, I mean the given that like their 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 positions may vary, but you know if you're not scoring, you got to be on the hot seat. So I yeah. see what you're saying. So overall, you got three. There's a huge line like right when it gets there. It's just like after Bjorkstrand, it just drops down three two one zero 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 zero. Yeah. And How so many forces does uh, Riley have right now? Two. Speaking of which, uh, Ben, mm-hmm. uh, 
was drunk last night. Uh, he went to the the Stars game. Okay. And uh, the Jackets Stars game here in Columbus, and he went out to the Short North afterwards, hmm. and he said Riley Nash was sitting. I don't know where they were. At. I want to say there may have been an Arch City Tavern, Short okay. North. He said Riley Nash was sitting by himself, eating food by himself, <laughs> after the game. Wow. And uh, Ben walked up and like asked for a picture and. Did he? I mean, he got a picture okay. and posted it on his uh, Twitter and his, I think maybe his Instagram. But if you're Riley Nash, where the hell are your teammates at? So you're being a little baby or uh, you're missing home? Or maybe he's homesick or, or maybe, maybe he's just trying to explore Columbus or maybe all the teammates were going home after the game and you want to get a bite to eat. <laughs> I don't know. I, I stick with that and maybe not be a baby. Or maybe he was, you know, he was, he was scarfing down some food. And then he was going to go out and meet everybody. Maybe that yeah, could be it. Because, yeah. you know, if you're going to go out on the town, you got to get yeah, substance yeah. in you. I've learned the hard way. Isn't that right, uh-huh. Jordan? Yeah, no, I have. <laughs> I have a tendency just to not eat. And then sometimes I don't remember things. Next time we drink, I'm going to bring you, like, a McDouble and a McChicken. And a large Donato's pizza with banana pepper. Okay, I would scratch the McDonald's in. Yeah. going to get you... Get Can't us, go wrong with large Donato's pepperoni banana, banana pepper. Oh, yeah. Can't you can go without banana. I mean, I love the banana peppers with it. You could go without it, just make the pepperoni, still great. Still great. Just cheese, still great. Yeah. I Donato's is just, their sauce just really, really gets me fully out of tension. Thin crust <laughs> all the way. I love it. All right. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. <laughs> that's your thoughts on Borkstrand. Uh, yeah, on no, mine's the same. So here's the thing. At the beginning of the season on, on this very podcast that you're listening to right now, I had predicted that Borkstrand would be a top three points getter for the Jackets, and lo and behold, my prediction looks like it's about to suck a giant show. Suck a butt. Uh, Austin's prediction of Duclair is a lot harder than mine, and his is predicting to be very well right now. Uh, but no, if you know from what I've seen from Borkstrand, he's not really demonstrating what he needs to be demonstrating to be uh, an integral part of this team this at this point in this season. Um, what I'm seeing is I'm not really liking it. I think, if anything, I think he needs to – he's a small little guy. He has uh, – he's he's got to be smaller than Panarin, and Panarin's kind of small. But they're both built. They're both jacked. Yeah. Uh, at least Panarin is more so than Borkstrand. Yeah. But I feel like Borkstrand's kind of been getting pushed around out there, and he really hasn't been able to establish himself. His, his, his minutes have gone down. And he's been dropped to like the third, fourth lines, and he's just—he's not seeing a lot of action. And you know, if if somebody's if somebody's got a, at least, well, this is gonna get to—we're gonna drop down to the third on that off that. Ugh. If somebody's—we're gonna go back to the second one. If somebody's got to be sent to Cleveland, out of Borkstrand or Milano, I go Milano. Um, I think Borkstrand has more talent. I think Borkstrand is better offensively. So number three, mm. uh, on that, off that, Milano being sent to Cleveland, Warren. You were pretty high on Milano last year, I feel like. What's your, your, are you on him or off him being in Cleveland? And he's just like, he's someone I want to root for. And I, I don't know why, but I think... It's still, but is is this his second second season? Yeah, it's his second. So I'm I'm on that. Just give that time to like get him pushed up on a higher line. Just get him on like I'm sure he'll be like 
easily first, second line. There's no room for Are you talking about him in, in Cleveland? Yeah, Cleveland. Being on yeah. a high line? Okay. Put him over there. Get him yeah, on there the first or second. There's no way in hell no, he should be no. on a higher line in Columbus. But Because I just I, I just, I want to see him do well because there's so much hype about him. But yeah. for this, it's still a second season. It's early. Get him the production he needs to play on a proper line. I'm on that. You're on him being in Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. No, I no, I agree. I'm on him being in Cleveland. And I'm gonna come I'm gonna go a step further with a hotter take. Mm. I think that Sonny Milano as a first round draft pick for the Columbus Blue Jackets was a giant swing and a miss from our front office. I think listen, I love Pierre Luc Dubois. Love him. Yeah. Fantastic pick. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Good job, Blue Jackets. And it wasn't because from what Foody, I remember, like he wasn't like a big like. No, he he was not supposed to go he was just where, a, where, where we picked yeah. him. Um, and he's doing better than a lot Foody's of the players great. that we that were picked before him. Yeah. Um, Liam Foodie, he's playing with the London Knights right now, tearing it up. And I cannot Killing. wait to get him in I'm a Blue excited. Jackets uniform and see what he can do. Do you think that'll happen next year? I think so. I think so too. I think I think you I think you have to get one solid year, you know. With an with a some somewhat professional organization, get him up here, you know, yeah. out of camp. Hopefully, Liam Foodie makes the roster. Milano, I legitimately think like he's he's a swinging. I think he's another Marco Dano, where yeah. he has a, he had a lot of potential, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, it just it isn't what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, and I do not see Milano ending the year as a Columbus Blue Jacket. I could, yeah. That's my thought. The way things are I going, I'd like put, to see it change the other way and not happen. But yeah, I mean, obviously you want to see a guy succeed, but I just don't see him lasting in Columbus. I think another team could pick him up. Another team so. that maybe you know, I think Columbus has a great potential to being in the playoffs again. Maybe a lower tier team that you know just looking for for some some organizational depth. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Milano's going to be in the league probably for a while, but. I think he's just not a good fit in Columbus. So yeah. I'm totally on him being in Cleveland. And if 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 one of the two guys from Borkstrand or Milano, obviously you keep Borkstrand in Columbus. I think he has the better you know, the better overall offensive ability also. I think he can back it up a little bit defensively, but I don't know. I feel like Milano just kinda struts around on the ice like he belongs there and it kinda caught up with him. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. It hurts to admit it. But. Yeah. Uh number two. This is actually number three, but it's going to, it's technically number two on my list. Number two is number three. Whatever. Uh Dubinsky's performance since he's been back. Are you on it or off it? That is not something I have really paid attention to. And maybe it's because it's not something worth noticing. But you know when you don't notice a player, typically means they're doing a good job. If they're defensive. No, offensive too sometimes. Uh, Granted, okay. More, yes, more so defense. Correct. Thank you. But I do think that... So you, what are you saying? Can you just tell me what you're saying so I can say what I want to say? Do better, you know? So you're off I'm, his performance. I'm off his performance. Okay. Yeah, I mean, offensively, he hasn't scored anything. No. Yeah. That's fair. Um. Eat it too? I'm on his performance in that I believe Dubinsky has a different new offensive role as a Blue Jacket. Okay. I think he's more of your grinder. He's more of your, you know, killing minutes. I don't, 
I don't know necessarily that his job now on this team is to rack up a bunch of goals. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's to me that's Panarin. To me that is now PLD. I think to me that's Atkinson. To me that's other guys on this team. I think Dubinsky is there to fill the dirty minutes. Yeah. And I think we have seen since he's been back a pretty decent stretch of games. You know, we we did well, decently well besides the besides the mishap there in LA during for the Kings game. <laughs> But, I mean, Dallas is no team to push aside. You know, they have the same amount of points we do. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I he's... They're always a contender. It's good. To me, it's good to have that veteran depth. And I think, I think Dubinsky worked his ass off in the offseason. And I'm, I'm... With him coming back into the rotation of things, I'm on him. Being... I'm on him so far doing what he's doing. I think long are the days we're going to see Dubinsky putting up you know, stellar offensive numbers. But yeah. I think he serves a different purpose, a different role on this team, a good leadership, a good, you know, veteran presence that can he can get in the heads of other players on the ice. You know, yeah. that's what I think. So I'm on it. Yeah, I see that. I mean, looking through uh, last five games, he is he's probably averaging about 13 minutes. Yeah, that's a decent and amount of that's minutes. That's good, and he's walking out those five games plus two. Yeah, so maybe you're right. Yeah, but I'm always think, right, Warren. Eh, no nope. genius. Oh really? No, not okay. Not at all. But yeah, there. I yeah, do. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Do better. <laughs> do better. Sticking with it. <laughs> all right, number four. On that, off that. Winberg's play through 15 games this season. Oh, boy, is Winberg a hot topic in Columbus. You know. Are you on it? Are you off it? Just for reference, Alexander Winberg is your second-line center. In 15 games, he has zero goals and seven assists. Assists, he's doing well, and that's what I like to see. But overall, eh. I'm off that because it, it <laughs> nothing's changed. Nope. It's still, we need to just like, on the back of our shirts, we need to bring back the shoot, and on the back put... Winberg's name. Winberg. A 10, something. But spell it like W-H-E-N. Win. Winberg. That's actually good. I like that. Right? Trademark that now. Trademark. You can't use it. I just did it. Yeah. Idiots. So, I think he hasn't changed, so I'm off that, but... He has been passing well. He's a great passer. He's been like the pass great to pa- Felino. He, had a, his, was, yeah. he was the pass to Felino. Yep, I was about to bring that up. Like yeah. he, had, he took that hit, came off of it knowing it was coming and how to react to it, yep. and knew what was coming back to, to pass it to Felino. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. He's doing that, and I... Th- he had a, yeah, he had a great, great dish to Felino in the, in the Dallas game. Was he the... Pass to Duclair when Duclair had that wraparound? Uh, or was that new? Uh, I do not remember. My memory is think, not that I'm good. Not, yeah, I'm not sure either. But either way, it, it, I just want, when push comes to shove, I just want you to put, I just, just shoot it. <laughs> but he's getting the assist. He doesn't have the so, goals, but so he's we're paying showing him the assist. What, like four or five million a year? Nah, it's too much. And he doesn't score any goals? So I'm totally off his performance. I am too. 
Absolutely off it. The passing is good. And but overall, if, that's it. That's like the only, if, that's the literally only A. Yeah. So everything if, else is below average. If our center depth wasn't as weak as it is, mm-hmm. and four at best, you know, Tortorella would be scratching his ass. Every Tortorella day. is frustrated with Alexander Winford. You know, he it. can't figure him out. It's no. been, he's already come out and said he's just, we got to get him going. He's he's come out and said that, so totally off his play. He had yeah he had a great dish to Felino in the Dallas Stars game. Felino buried the goal. It was a sexy ass goal. You know, every what is that saying? Every squirrel finds a nut. Yeah, the broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. So I mean, listen, if if we are paying you five million dollars a year, and all you have given to us in the first fifteen games is seven assists. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure if we if we put Riley Nash as a second line center, he would have seven assists too, and we're not paying him near as what we're paying you. Now, what if it was seven points? It is seven points. Hold on. Seven goals. What if it was like three goals, four assists? That would show a little more promise, and that he would actually be able to score the puck in the freaking net. So maybe. I agree. I mean, I I would probably look at it a little different. How many shots has he taken? <laughs> I don't know. Google it. I'm looking it up. Now. Look it up. But I mean, it's 15 games, second line center. He's not very. He's to me. He's not beyond the Stars game. He did look a little more aggressive. He you know he was finishing his checks. He was he was doing what you should do as a hockey player. But you know your your passes can only get you so far when you're making five million dollars a year. As that I mean. That can only be so much of a, a reason to keep you around. Yeah. And, you know, hell, if I'm Tortorella, the thought has to cross your mind if you're towards to potentially maybe scratch Alexander Winberg to send him a message like, dude, you have the potential. What the hell? Yeah. Do something. Anything. Yeah. So 15 games. How many shots do you think he has? Center, games. second line. Center, second line. 15 games. I'm gonna go twenty shots. You are just shooting the moon, Bob. Fourteen. <laughs> Fourteen shots. Fourteen shots. He is, so that puts him at like what nine point nine per game? I that, don't know. That's bad math, but that's just under one. Yeah. 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 So our lead you, goal uh, that's score. What I meant, I meant like yeah. I meant point nine nine. Yeah. You know what no, I yeah, mean. We're good. Yeah. yeah. But lead scorer. 15 games played. Josh Anderson, how many shots do you think? He has 15 games played. How many goals does he have again? Seven? He has seven. Uh, per game or just total? Total. Um, say 24. 41. 40. Here, God Damn, man. you've got some high turnover if I he's know. doing 21. I know. I just, That's I don't a 33%. Know. Yeah, I know. That'd be awesome. That would be great. <laughs> but even still, this is very good. And Josh Anderson has flirted with the fourth line multiple games. Yeah. He's been on the fourth line. Yeah. So, <laughs> numbers are there. Numbers don't lie. We don't get too fancy on this podcast with their <laughs> fancy stats, but we just dished them out there. But we do. And sometimes they don't lie. No. Granted, we don't have our charts. You know, we don't, I forgot my chart and or my <laughs> breakdown with my bubbles and my different colors and yeah. tell you what to do here. But <laughs> that's good. Thank you. <laughs> but like, oh, I like, I, God. 
I like the seven assists, but it's just like such. I don't like it. If there's such, no goals the is, wrapped around it. Exactly, and that's the thing. Whenever you see like, oh, seven assists, that's good, and then you go to the next page and you see, yeah, a big goose egg, big old butthole, just a big old, <laughs> you know, yeah. So hey, I'm off it, and if I'm, the only issue is our center depth is not super strong, so Tortorella most likely cannot scratch him. But if I was him, just one game, maybe sit him down, send a message. Sit him down. You know what? I'd sit him down the next game against the Capitals. Like, this is a big game. This is like, you got a lot of like, this is like, you guys kicked us out of the playoffs. Yeah. Got a lot of like, just want to be. Oh, yeah. You want to be there. You want to be be in it. You You ready? You ready? You ready? Winberg, you ready? Yeah. Sit down. Sit down. Not playing. Put on your seat. Put on your seat. Put on your seat. Put on your suit. Go to press level. <laughs> sit in the box with JD and Yarmo. That's it. Do and eat some, eat some popcorn. Dubois, think about what you did. Jenner. Sedlock's taking your spot. I, I put Sedlock in there for a game. Give yeah. him a shot. Who, He's got some points dude, to I prove. I love Sedlock. He's not doing well. Yeah. I He's still only like, like him, pushing like two points. Well, he doesn't. He's been scratched many games. Exactly. So He's give still, him an opportunity. Give the players that have been scratched that are itching to get in there. No pun intended. <laughs> get it scratch alright uh, last on that off that this has also been a very hot topic on the old Twitter machine I like that story it's better than Spencer's oh I guess got what you said there thank you uh, so on that off that Brad Larson as our power play coach so just as a refresher this is a joke our power play last year yeah was pure shit. Oh. Towards the bottom of the league, if not the worst. Our power play this year, towards the bottom of the league, if not one of the worst. Again, we have scored seven of 59 power play goals or power play opportunities. That puts it at a 11.9 conversion rate. So, I ask you, Warren... Two years in a row, Brad Larson has been our power play coach. Two years in a row, our power play has been terrible. Are you on it or off it, him being the coach? I'm currently trying to find out what our power play was looking like in 2016. And that's going to be the immediate answer as soon as I see it. Uh, 2016, I think we had we had a very solid power play in 2016. I am off that. So bad. Yeah. 2016, if I recall, we had actually one of the better ones in the league. We were just under 20. Okay. Which isn't great. 20th place. No, no, no. 20%. Just under 20%. Okay. It was, we were at 12th. Year after, he takes over. We went from 12th place to 25th. That's bad. 17%. That's not good. Drop 3%. Yeah. Season's early right now. But you go to 2018, we're sitting at 11. 11%. So if so, the question to you, Warren, are you on Brad Larson being our power play coach or are you off it? Off that so horde. So horde. Like even, it, we've talked about this before, Stephen A. Smith and that other guy. You know they have discussions Skip, beforehand. Skip Bayless. 
I don't know who the guy is. Used now. to so be. Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Now. <laughs> if they had to bring up this discussion, uh-huh. it would be 30 seconds. Yeah. There would be no arguments. It'd be like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, he's bad. All right. What we got next? There's no defense. Yeah. Okay. So I I have I don't I don't know. I have yet to make up my mind on this because here's my thing. Ultimately, the players are responsible for what they do on the ice. Okay. And we have very talented players out there that, you know, you stick Artemi Panarin and Atkinson, maybe an Anderson out there on a power play unit. I mean, good, good God. I mean, that's it's fast, it's physical. Should do things theoretically, yeah. right? Well, I mean, they have intermixed that power play, the power play unit, so many times that for whatever reason, for two years, it just hasn't worked. And Nick Felino even came out post the LA Kings game where they gave up two shorthanded goals on their own damn power play. Yeah. And he said, it's not the coach's fault. Nowhere near is it the coach's fault. It's our fault. It falls on our shoulders as players, as professional athletes, as the people that are out there, the guys that are out there making four or five mil a season. It's our, it's our responsibility. To which I say, to which I, I would, I want to agree with. I want to, but then, but then at the same time, organizations, teams, Every sport, baseball, hockey, football, NBA, they all fire their coaches at some point because they need a spark. They need something that doesn't work. Something doesn't work, they got to fix it. So it starts at the head. So it's taking, for me, I want to think rationally about it and I want to say, no, Brad Larson should be fine. Here's what I think. Don't fire Brad Larson. Yeah. Take him off control of the power play. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. I think Give he has, somebody else the opportunity. He did very well with Springfield. It was the Monsters, I think. It was Monsters? Yeah. I thought he like did something. He may have been in Springfield, but he was in Cleveland, too. He did great. Yeah. He did what he needed to do. But my thing is, you say, like, Nick Foligno comes out and he says, it's on us. But then... You know that video with Ottawa Senators. <laughs> what yeah. are they talking about oh, on the yeah. bus? Oh, I love it. That's not. It's in an Uber. In an Uber. Yeah, you're it's right. It's an Uber. It's in an Uber. Oh, baby. There were talks about not just the players. Yeah. It was a lot about the coaches. And here, yeah, stupid and, stuff that uh, they yeah. would decide. Yeah. And the thing about that is, the whole Ottawa Senators, Ottawa Senators, the players in the Uber. Just dishing dirt, like just throwing the coach under the bus. Like, freaking Duchesne even said, I haven't paid attention in three weeks. Yeah. Like, the coach is out there with the chalkboard and of breaking down plays. And I'm not looking. Like, I have, I I'm not looking. I don't care. <laughs> and uh, if you haven't had a chance to look at this video, it's about four Ottawa Senators players in an Uber. They obviously were drinking. I was, they were probably going through downtown. They're probably leaving a bar. Go to our social media. You can see you can find the video there. Yeah. Um, a, this is completely off topic from Brad Larson. Yeah. But who doesn't complain about where they work? Everyone does. Everybody does. Even if you are a professional athlete, you got to go to work 
and you got to see your boss, a.k.a. your coach, every day. Yeah. And sometimes you are going to sit there and be like, wow, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. This guy is stupid. What the hell is this guy thinking? I, could, f- I can do this better than what you're doing. What was the first thing I talked about other than the traffic? Uh, work. Yeah. 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 I mean, Warren, we, uh, before the podcast, me and Warren met at the Eagle, which is right across from our studio here at Lamp Apparel. Warren got off work at five o'clock. I was at Eagle at round five o'clock and Warren didn't get there until 40 minutes later. And I'm probably like five miles away. Yeah. If five that. miles away. But yeah, the first thing he did beyond bitching about traffic was yeah, work. Works That's what we all do. That's what happens. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I personally, if a blue, if, if a video of the blue jacks came out, they were an Uber in Columbus, never bitching about Tortorella. I wouldn't think anything really of it. About Tortorella? No, I'd be like, I think it right, just, shut up. Yeah, he's, I just, think, he's a coach. He's, he's, I don't know. It's something that we just, we just as fans and spectators of the sport, it's something that we don't see. We don't see that side of the athlete. Yeah. And we, we see the prim and proper side in front of the camera where they have groomed these athletes, where they, where these athletes have to take classes to properly know how to deal with the media. Yeah, and so when you see a leaked photo of them in an Uber, quite frankly, I love it. Yeah. I want to see that side more often. And I like the side with the the, the UFC fighter, the Derek Lewis, or yeah, I think Derek I Lewis. Know. Whenever they're like, he just he asked him a question. He's like, "You're slowing it down. Like you did, there were nothing much is going on." He beat this guy like oh, okay. very last minute. The guy's like, "You're you're slow to start, but." Right in the last minute, you just knocked him out. Real quick, big hit. He's like, what was going on? He's like, man, my balls was hot. <laughs> my like, balls was hot. People would just be like, man, first of all, that's a great fighter. Because yeah. they do that coaching. Oh, do all they that do. Stuff. Like, here's what you say. You congratulate yeah. him. You do this stuff. But he's just like, man, my balls is hot. I love that. And like the fighter that he fought was Russian. Yeah. And he's talking about like, what was the motivation? I, I can't remember exactly. He's like, what was the motivation behind this stuff? He's like, man, I'll tell you what. Donald Trump got a hold of me before the fight, and he told me, he's like, you got to knock this Russian mofo out. <laughs> These guys are making us look bad. You got to put this, you got to set the record straight. Just that random stuff. I like that. I love that stuff. I hate, it's just, God, the whole stereotypical, like, player interview after a game. It's dreadful. I hate it. It's the worst thing. It's in the, the same entire, thing. And I understand, like, reporters have a job to do after a game to try to get in there and, and get the answers from players, but it's always, you know especially with care. hockey, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, you know, we we lost the game. Oh, well, you know, next time we gotta get the pucks in deep. We gotta work on our board battles and our checks. And you know, and next time we'll come out there and we'll, you know, we'll uh, we'll make sure we get uh, get a good win for the boys and uh, you know, just try to get the pucks and in deep and uh, do better here. You know, yep, that's what they are. It's boring. I hate it. So <laughs> when you see, well, like when I came across that video of the Ottawa Centers just shooting the shit together, it's a breath of fresh air for me. Yeah. I loved it. That's why I posted on the artillery. It's not even Blue Jackets related, but I thought it was hysterical. It's nice to see, but like, side note, whoever posted that, screw you. Cause yeah, that Uber like driver, that. you're a, sli- a little yeah. sleazeball, yeah. essentially. It's but, good to see, but don't do that shit. Yeah. yeah. Let it come from like Ben walking over to Riley Ash <laughs> and being <laughs> yeah, like, so what do you think? And be like, oh, damn, you never guess what I heard. Don't have a good social. Yeah. You idiot. Long story good. short, on that, off that, Brad Larson, I'm on him still being a part of the Blue Jackets organization, yes. still being a coach. Find a new fit. Maybe give it, I don't know, give it over to 
the other assistant coach, what's the his guy name? that dresses Brad like Shaw. he's in the eighties. Brad Shaw. Yeah. Maybe give Brad Shaw an opportunity. No. Maybe that might not be a specialty, but I don't know. Give him can't be worse. Can't be worse than what we're doing. Literally, it's your point one percent for being worse. <laughs> yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. So. Sometimes you just pretty much what um, Tortorella did with Corpusalo during the Detroit Red Wings game. The the Jackets were playing like absolute garbage in front of Corpusalo the mm-hmm. first period. And they gave up three goals in the first period. Yeah. None of it was Corpy's fault. Yeah. None of it. What did what did Tortorella do? Take Took out Corpy to light a spark with the rest of the team. Yeah. Because they were like, crap, we just let, we let we let our goaltender down. Yeah. So maybe That's do us. that do that with Brad Larson where you know management steps in is like, all right, if you guys aren't performing under him, he's a good coach, we're gonna keep him as part of the team, but he's no longer a part of the power play. Because of maybe that might spark you. them because it's your fault. You're the players. You're the adults making millions of dollars a year. Shoot the damn puck on the power play. Yeah. yeah. All right. Enough of that. We're going into Down the Shaft. Woo! Let's go, baby. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, Down the Shaft is where we give our predictions of the next games between this podcast and next Wednesday's podcast. So there are three games coming up. We got the Capitals Friday night. At Nationwide Arena, we got the Rangers, and then we got Dallas. Actually, sorry, it's not at Nationwide, I don't think. Actually, I don't remember, so don't hold me to it. <laughs> I have no idea. Don't know where which one is at. I just wrote it down in my notes. Uh, so first one is the Capitals game Friday down the shaft. So here's what we do. We give our score prediction and who's going to win. Now, did and we do – did anybody get anything from the last No, one? nobody. <laughs> Has anybody? Nobody's gotten anything right besides Mike from two podcasts ago, who yeah. has only been on our podcast one time. Yeah. Did you We're tell good. him you got it? He got it right. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Know. We're good. All right. So Friday against the Capitals. Capitals are currently six, four, and three. Um, as of now, they are, I believe, in a wild card spot, or maybe on the They're outside. They're just below. They're on the outside looking yeah. in. All right. So Warren. This Friday, Jackets versus Capitals, first round Metropolitan Division playoff matchup rematch. Stanley Cup champions. Tom Wilson is not a part of the team right now because he's currently serving a suspension, which is still bullshit. Yep. <laughs> um, Warren, your thoughts. What is who's going to win? What's your score prediction? It is going to go to overtime. Who won the majority of the games? So pretty much flashback to the playoffs. Yeah. Where we just couldn't finish in regulation ever. Who won the majority of the games in Washington? Are you asking me this? Yes. Do you already know the answer? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about in the playoffs or last in year? Playoffs. In Washington? Yes. I think the Jackets did. Yes. We're playing in Washington, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's going to stay that way. All right. We're going to win. It's going to go to overtime. And the scores, which could be interesting, I'm going to go with 5-4 Jackets. Five, so a high-scoring affair. They're going to get two power play goals. Okay. But don't like it, but it's going to happen. Jackets are going to have two no, power no, no, play no, goals? No, cap, cap, Capitals. Not bad. Okay. Um, but we're going to have answers. But I believe at the end of it, it's going to be 5-4 OT CBJ. CBJ. All right. I like it. Um. All right, so Capitals Jackets. Um. 
Jack is coming off a really good game against Dallas, and Dallas is no team to, you know, push aside. They have the same amount of points as we do. Great overall performance. Just It's just a matter of which Jackets team is going to show up. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be hot Jackets or cold Jackets? There's no in-between mm-hmm. this year at all. Um, they're playing in Washington. I think they're going to I think Washington's off to a kind of a semi sluggish start. So so are the Jackets, but I'm going to go Jackets win this one. I'm going to say in regulation though. Okay. I'm going to say Jackets win this bad boy 4 to 3. It's going to be a very tight game the entire game. Always is. It's going to be it's going to be 3 to 3 with about 5 6 minutes left. And I'm going to give the go ahead goal to one of two people, Pierre-Luc Dubois or Josh Anderson. It's going to take muscle. It's going to take a guy getting in the dirty area to finish this game off for the Jackets. Pick one, I'll get a bet going. A little side bet. Josh Anderson. I'll take Dubois. All right, shake it. Josh Anderson, get your game-winning goal. Four, three Jackets. First the Capitals Friday. Let me put that in the Take it to the bank, baby. You said Anderson? Yes, 4-3. 4-3. Cool. Regulation. Not. PLD. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, so <laughs> we, then we bounce right back against the Rangers Saturday. I think the Rangers are at home. Uh, it's here. That's what I meant. We're at home. Oh, okay. okay. Nationwide <laughs> Arena. Uh, it's Saturday, so we got back-to-backs. Rangers Dude. are currently 7-7-1 seven, seven, on the season. Not doing bad. It's a close match. Not doing too bad. Seven, I mean, seven, doing one, better eight, than six, what a one. lot of people would think. Especially considered the last year whenever they literally threw it away. Yeah. The whole season. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, Warren. It's always, I feel like it's always an interesting match when it comes home here. Yeah. But I think this time we really have the opportunity to come away 3 1. 3 1. It's going to be. In regulation? <laughs> yes. Good. Glad, yes, glad we clarified that. <laughs> So 3-1 CBJ. All right, 3-1 CBJ versus the New York Rangers for Warren. All right, so I'm going to go Rangers Saturday. We're coming off a back-to-back. I think we start Bobrovsky during the Capitals. I think we possibly ride Corpusalo for the Rangers. Um, Corpy's had a decent start to the season. Well, uh, I'm going to go Jackets will lose. Okay. To the Rangers. Um, I think they're going to, I think we're going to underestimate them, kind of like we did the Red Wings, because I don't think the Rangers have the best team. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, much like the uh, Red Wings. I think we're going to underestimate the Jackets, or the the Rangers. Hmm. So I'm going to go Jackets lose it 3 2. Okay. 3 2. Um, here's, here's what I'll do mm-hmm. hot take. Yeah. 3 2 overtime. We'll get a point. OTCBJ. Corpusalo. I assume Corpusalo will start. That's my prediction. This is what this whole down the shaft segment's about. I could be completely wrong. But on a back to back, I don't think we're going to start Bob on both those. So I think Corpy gets the Rangers. So I think Corpy will lose an OT. But we come away with that all important point in the Metropolitan Division. It's very important. Okay. All right. So then we move on to Monday. 
We are in Dallas. Monday, Monday, Monday. And once again, we meet Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn, Dallas Stars, in Dallas this time. They're currently 8-6-1. and one. So like I said, they Same came into Columbus. Us. They came into Columbus with a pretty solid record. Mm-hmm. We came right. in with a good win. Yep. So now we're going into their barn. Warren, what's going to happen? This is the first time we're actually going to like, or me personally, I'm going to say we're going to win the three games. This is the first time. This is the first time that it's actually going to happen. Okay. We're going to win there handily. Handily. 5-2. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Because we usually play well in Dallas. Yeah. And I think that's not going to change. Okay. I like it. I like the confidence. I like it. You know who's going to have two goals? Uh, Winberg. Du- no, dear Lord, no. <laughs> Dubinsky. Dubinsky. Oh, wow. That's a bold statement. That's yeah, a hot take. That's a... You're on fire over there, buddy. Yep. Yep. All right. So you say Dallas wins. You said 5-2? Jackets win 5-2. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. So I think... So Jackets are going to get two points versus the Capitals, one point versus the Rangers, and I think they're going to can do fairly well again against Dallas. As we saw, they beat Dallas pretty handedly 4-1 and nationwide. I think um I'm trying to trying to think of a score. This is tough cuz we're going to be in Dallas. We have a couple of days off, you know, we got well we got Sunday off, we fly there. I'm going to say Jackets win this bad boy 4-3. Okay. Regulation. I respect that. Regulation. I think Bob gets the start. And I think Dallas, they're going to look at some some tape of what happened in Columbus. They're going to adjust accordingly. I don't think it's going to be as much of a convincing win. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, they're going to tighten up some areas. But I do think the Jackets still will come out as the better team there. Gotcha. So four three jackets, Dallas. So yeah. So they're not gonna win all three of those games from this podcast and next podcast, but we're at least gonna collect a point in all of them. Those are my thoughts. I like it. All right. So we're both saying they're gonna get five at least. At least, yes. All right. All right, Warren. Let's get social. Let's go to let's go to Twitter and Instagram. You hit up Twitter. Kidney. I'll go to Instagram. If you're new to the pod, our Let's Get Social segment is where we read your tweets, your Instagram questions or comments or statements. Request anything. Ask us anything. Ask us anything. About everything. We have all the thoughts, and they're all correct at all times. If you think you're wrong, we're wrong, then no. If you think we're wrong, you're wrong. Exactly. So that's why you're not on the podcast. Exactly. So, I mean, it's obvious. Yeah, exactly. Um, So we're going to come out with uh, Max Zucchini. I'm just going to run with that. Zuschin. (laughs) At Max underscore Z20. Don't tell me how to pronounce it because I'm not going to learn it. What should we do with the coaching staff? I think it's kind of been touched on. It's been touched on, yeah. I think the biggest concern... It, do you think that there's like been any situations with the new 
uh, goaltending coach with that uh, father of the American Pie guy? <laughs> no, Eugene Levy. Uh, no, I I don't think uh, our goal, our new goaltending coach, is an issue. I think Bobrovsky always, for whatever reason, historically gets off to a slow start. And yeah, I mean, have have we kind of shit on him, shit on him during this? I can't talk apparently. Shit on him. <laughs> You're really <laughs> emphasis in the. Mm. <laughs> what? what? Saying what? 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 Boy. What? What? what Brian? Uh, <laughs> have we shit on him on this podcast in previous episodes? Yes, because we want to see Bob do Bob things, and he got off to a terrible start, and we all know that. Yeah, and Corpy deserved an opportunity while Bob was shit in the bed, and Corpy got the opportunity. So, uh, no, I do not uh, think our goaltending coach needs to go anywhere. I think Manny Legacy is is a great coach. I mean, he's been around forever; he knows what he's doing. Um, Brad Larson, kind of what I've already said, you know, keep him within, keep him, keep him on the coaching staff, maybe give the reins to somebody else, try it out, see what happens. Yeah. I don't think firing Brad Larson is the, is the right move because ultimately it does come down to the players. Granted, you know, numbers still don't lie though. I mean, as soon as he's taken it over, it's gone to shit. Uh, I know we've gotten a question, and I'll go ahead and nip it in the bud right now. Quinville, no. He doesn't need to come to Columbus. <laughs> That's okay. not happen. John Tortorella is our coach. I'm fine with him being our coach. He does an incredible job. Um, quite frankly, I love a coach that will actually speak his mind to the to the media and the players. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's some, something rare you just don't get anymore. So, yeah, I think our coaching staff is fine. I think they just might need to make adjustments within, at least in terms of the power play. Yeah. Well, yep. So that yep. Pretty much that's it. Uh, next one, Ed Powers, at. I wish I had this. Fat Daddy, nineteen sixty one. You can probably do nineteen sixty nine if you wanted to. If that's not available, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> we'll murder someone. <laughs> Is. Cam Atkinson, the new enforcer. Oh, baby. Absolutely. You see that hit he had during the yeah, uh, good Stars game? Good hit board. Fantastic. He was a freaking... He brought the thunder. <laughs> he did. I love but it. But he also got rocked. He may have had the biggest hit of the night. Yeah. All On both five, sides. All five foot eight, maybe what, 185, <laughs> wet? 120, <laughs> wet in <laughs> rain? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Although, I mean, if you stand next to Cam Atkinson... Which I have a couple of times. He is he's he's a tank. I'm sure he's, he's built. You don't realize it. I don't know that I've he's met built. him in person. I've met him a couple of times, but yeah, he's uh he's short, but he's built. But yeah, he had a he laid a hit on I don't know who it was last night at the Dallas Stars game, but by far the biggest hit of the night. I mean, that was huge. <laughs> he also he kind of shook himself up too while he did it, but. Oh yeah. I mean I would too, <laughs> dear God. I'm I'm the same height as him. I'm five eight too. Yeah. He's no, no. To answer your question, yes. Oh. I will take him. He's the if nobody else wants to be the enforcer, let him do it. Maybe that'll put a little spark in our team. If nothing else. Seriously. Um, I am liking this next question. Um comes from Mandy F. At Lil underscore B. 
but underscore mans. Great. Love When's it. When's Dolpe coming in town? Um, I mean, hell, if uh, Milano and Borkstrand, if, if those guys don't seem to put up any more numbers than what they are putting up, you know, I think Dalpe could potentially be up here sooner than later. So he's played 12 games in, in uh, Cleveland. In Cleveland, yeah. Oh, he's lighting it up. I know. How many goals? I don't know how many goals. So he's played 12 games. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say nine goals. 12. 12. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Seven assists. Yeah. 19 points. Lighten it up. Don't lighten very well. Yeah. So if anything, if somebody needs called up, they might just leave Milano down there and bring up Dalpy again. Keep Milano there. Not Goldenberg down. Wouldn't be opposed to it. See if that will happen. Yeah. Another one comes quick from Dustin Spencer at D Smoose. Okay. Because why not? Yep. Why is attendance down? Because our play is average. Plays plays average. Our home is yeah. average. That's a very loaded question, though. Very loaded. Yeah. Um. So I need I need to put my phone down to think about this question for a second. Uh, well, attendance is down. I think there's a multitude of reasons. Mm-hmm. And one of those being, so maybe two, three weeks ago, there was an article that came out, and it was with Aaron Portsline. He released it. I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. I think it was a good piece. I came across some sound from some screenshots of it when people posted on social media, so I didn't have to actually pay the subscription to The Athletic. Mm, um, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, so I, mean, I read I read parts of it, and I think Jackets overall kind of struggle with the marketing aspect in Columbus. And kind of an eye-opener was Zach Rowinski was in this piece, and he was quoted as saying, um, something along the lines of, well, you know, they never really come to us to help market the team. Like, we're available, we're players, we want to do things, and they really never ask us to do too much. Yeah. And that's kind of an eye-opener. If you yeah. if you ask me, like, you have some of the youngest super potential superstars in the league with Zach Rowinski and Seth Jones, Pierre-Luc Dubois, these guys that, you know, they're, they're going to be household names in the National Hockey League before you know it. And Seth Jones is already there, in my opinion. Easily. And I guarantee 99.9% of this city that we live in, if Seth Jones is walking down the street, you would not know that he plays for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Hmm. And I feel, I feel like that kind of falls on the shoulders of Blue Jackets marketing. I think don't think that they they never have come out of the shadow of Ohio State Buckeyes, which they never will. I mean, Ohio, Ohio State. Never. That'll never happen. No, it'll never happen. And I, I, I know that, and I think you know that. I think you listening to this podcast know that. But um, it's unfortunate. But Ohio State will always be king, and yeah. that's fine. And that's something, as, as Blue Jackets fans, you have to realize is truth. Yeah. It'll never change. But you can make certain attempts to do better. Yeah. And the only thing that we ever see, at least that I see, are the same Blue Jackets commercials the Brandon Dubinsky experience, Myers Jewelers, the Papa John's, Nick Felino. Are you sure about that? <laughs> the Jeff, Rim- we have Jeff Rimmer on a buyer's auto commercial yeah. where he's trying to sell cars to P- 
people on TV. And I saw a Torts commercial. Torts did one now. He's like with some Connecticut water filter yeah, thing, which of is... Of course it's that. <laughs> yeah. What's but the I most mean, boring thing we can do? Water filter. Water filter. Yeah, that works. Yeah. And granted, probably some of these are... These brands maybe approach the players mm-hmm. as well as the organization to maybe yeah. work a deal collectively, but... But it's not like Seth Jones and Wierenski are like yeah. above that. Yeah. They're not. And hell, we have Jeff Rimmer on a commercial. Yeah. Jeff Rimmer. And you it's have, like, what's you wrong? You have Seth Jones. You have Zach Wierenski. Pierre-Luc Dubois. You have these superstars, potential superstars in the yeah. National Hockey up and coming as Wierenski and Jones have already been all-stars. Like, yeah. And you you wouldn't you couldn't pick them out of a lineup. You know who you won't see though? Who? Panarin. Panarin, no. That would be I would <laughs> love to see him in He a should local just commercial. do a straight Russian commercial. Russian like language of is that what it's called? Russian. Make it like like style it like the like if you would go to Russia like a commercial <laughs> like the, how like like in Japan like those that's commercials what, that's whatever so, that's like, what people that's what people would love like I would, humor that would be the best thing put ever. humor Mock in some of your these own culture exactly like put some humor in these these commercials people would love that like that'd be great I think I brought up maybe like you know, I don't know 10, 15 podcasts ago I was I was on YouTube and I was just looking at random marketing campaigns for certain NHL teams. And one, I want to say it was the Sharks. I don't remember. And it was um, basically all like shark players mm-hmm. would dress, dress up in their full uniform, pads, skates, and they would walk into an office building. Yeah. And they would just sit right next to this guy's cubicle. And they would, as soon as he started typing, they would start cheering. They'd be like, yeah, dude, type faster. <laughs> Hell yeah, do it, man. <laughs> type, type. And they were like, we support you because we you support us. Like that was the premise of the commercial, and it was so awesome. It, it wasn't necessarily like a a ploy to get tickets out of people. Like no. if you see any commercial on on Fox Sports Ohio or local TV, it's always like, oh, Jackets play the, the, the Capitals tonight at Nationwide Arena. Get your tickets at bluejackets.com. And it's a picture of the cannon firing like, Okay, that's boring. Put a freaking player's face there. Do something stupid. Do something stupid. People will appreciate. People appreciate humor, yeah. off kilter stuff, and we get nothing from that from the Blue Jackets. So that's why attendance is down. Yeah. To me, yeah, I think if they, granted, that's not the entire reason, but there are certain aspects of their marketing capabilities where it's just severely lacking, and, and people, you have. You have the faces of this franchise that you see that out there every single night that are, like I, I've already mentioned it 10 times just within the past five minutes. These guys are potential superstars. There already have been all-stars in this league. Yeah. You, don't, you wouldn't even recognize them walking down the street because the Jackets don't pour any marketing to them within them besides within the four walls of Nationwide yeah. Arena. That's what, before this season, walk past Boone Jenner at a Whole Foods. He can do that. He can do that in Columbus. He can do that so easily. You can't, Dwayne Haskins Jr. can't walk 10 feet into Whole Foods without getting mobbed. No. And another reason why attendance is down. Yeah. People aren't going to SeatGeek and using <laughs> CBJ promo code and getting $20 off their Damn right, first baby. order. Seriously. Come on, guys. Let's do it. Download the SeatGeek app right now. Or go to their damn website, pick a game you want to go to. Yeah. And that's, it. that's all you got to do. And if you're a first time SeatGeek user, put our code in CBJ. You get $20 off your purchase. $20 off. 
And if you've already used an email, use another one. Yeah. Literally, make one up. Yeah. Your turn. All right. Those Instant. were my hot takes. They, I feel like I'm kind of on par with maybe I, yeah, some. Yeah, that's a spot on thing. That's not. And also beautiful. another thing, one last thing. Oh. Um, gonna we're gonna talk about it one more time because right. we're a podcast for the average fan by the average fan. Lower your damn concession food and beer prices. They're too damn high. I'm Come sorry, thirteen dollars for a craft beer. That's, yeah, that's eleven truly fifty ridiculous. for a tall boy. I can go to Speedway, sneak one in for two dollars. Ice House, stupid. Bringing in Ice House for a dollar, absolutely stupid. Why are you, as an organization, we're paying our harder money to a buy a ticket to be there? Okay, which isn't bad. It's not terrible it's like pricing. I will spend that. Yeah, I will spend forty-five bucks to get into a game. I'm cool with it. Now that I'm here, got a chance scratch, to just get a drink. I scratch your back. Scratch mine. And I go to get a drink, and I have to give them a wallet. Yeah. Don't want to give you my wallet. You want a down payment? Uh, they might as well just give you, make a Blue Jackets credit card where you can make payments on your beers prices because yeah. it's too damn high. I would sooner shove an ice house up my butt <laughs> and carry it in <laughs> yeah. than I would buy a beer for eleven fifty. Yeah. Take notes. Take notes. Take no. notes. Take yes. Notes. Uh, I think we're done with the questions. I think Insta had some good ones, though. No, those were great questions. I just got heated, and I don't want to answer anymore. I don't know. You I think should, we. I think we peaked. You should, you should check out. I. Never mind. Never mind. We'll we'll we'll, um, answer, we'll answer a few more. Well, those right. were from Twitter. Let's go to Insta. We got we got some Instagram questions. Go to Insta. If you haven't followed our Instagram page, it's the CBJ, the CBJ Artillery. Artillery. Just follow it. Don't. It's not hard. It's not very hard at all. Um, so here's one. Okay. You know, like we asked, it doesn't have to be hockey. Doesn't. It can be anything. Yeah. This one comes from Joe Chin MC. J O C H E N M C. What's yeah. the most drunk you guys have ever been? <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! I feel like we've already shared that story on this podcast before. Keep it short. Just you personally. Right. So me personally. Um. Well, I mean, we could take it into whether it's blue jack. I'm gonna keep it blue jacks related, just for for sake of uh, um content and discussion. Um. Uh, so for me, it was last year. So here's the thing. The older I get, the less my tolerance is. Okay, so I I am post-college. I'm getting late 20s. I'm old. Mm. Okay, so two, three beers, all I need. <laughs> uh, so this was in February. It was a Penguins game. The only reason I remember it was in February is because it was the same day as the Daytona 500. Big NASCAR fan. <laughs> that's uh, obvious yeah so Warren here myself and Austin who was the guy we talked about earlier who reneged on being with us tonight uh, we all decided to it was a Sunday wasn't it it was a Sunday oh, because yeah, we did a day 2500 yeah. on a Sunday and we did Mamosas yeah so it was we Sunday fun day we did Mamosas <laughs> at uh, the Walrus um, great and I had happened to drink a lot that night or that day we started pretty early it was probably 10 o'clock in the morning but what did you also do so what i also did so 
in February, March, for whatever reason, I have really bad allergies and like I'm just completely stuffed, stuffed up. So I had taken a Sudafed that day as well, which apparently on the box, it tells you do not mix alcohol and Sudafed. Well, that's what I had done. That's the first thing that me and Wilson said. And it was bad. Well, you didn't say it until I had I'd already had said that I did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we were like, no. No. Yeah, I did that. So basically, I was extremely inebriated. Uh, and this was only by like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Game started at 7. We went to Ugly Tuna for the for the Daytuna 500 Daytuna. party <laughs> for the Daytuna 500 party uh, cuz I got to watch my cars go fast turn left and I went to the game walked in scanned bef- my ticket before before Okay, that. well I don't remember this part. So that's why you have to kind of step in. I We had Ye- I we had Jaeger. We had Jaeger shots. Don't remember that. And then all I, I remember was putting the artillery card on the counter and like go for it whatever. And I remember on the route to the game, you were making me so mad. I know. I know. So mad. My my buddy JT was with us too. Yeah. And he was he let me know the next day how much he hated me. Yeah. And then we all like waited in line together, scanned our tickets in together. And what'd you do? Well, what had happened was I <laughs> I we had walked in, and mm-hmm. y'all were walking to the seats, and I had turned around and walked right back out the Just building. Just right back out. <laughs> Just, it's, it's the gif of the Simpsons' grandpa. Yeah, I walked out. And he like walked in, says coat and his hat down, looked over, <laughs> saw the grandson, turned around, grabbed the shit, and walked back out. Walked out. That was it. I just, uh, I want to go, I want to go to bed. So you think that was, that was the drunkest? That's by far the drunkest that I think I've ever been in my life. I like it. I'd have I'd I'd hope that's the case. My drunkest would probably be in college. College. College hockey. No, just college. Marshall. We had uh, gone to this liquor store, and there was this really nice bottle of whiskey that was originally like. $68, and it was like the the typical size, like a good amount. Yeah. Was this the night that you took your shoes off and were walking around Huntington, West Virginia without shoes on? No. Okay. I wasn't that, unfortunately. <laughs> Got it. That was another Which night. is super safe. <laughs> super duper safe. Super, super safe. Anybody that's in Huntington, which is nobody listening to this, just go ahead and do that. It's <laughs> super safe. I'll look um, up the analytics. I guarantee we got at least one person down there listening. It has to be. But I... They they had a deal on that for, it was like $15. And I'm like, I have to get that. And I bought it, and I drank that whole thing, which is about, it's probably like, is it a, it a liter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or Whatever. A, like a handle. handle yeah. Or was it like a like a Jack Daniels bottle size? Like, it was a handle. Damn, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I drank all that. Yeah. And I remember I finished it. And the trash can was full, so I put it in the. We were at a house, and we put it in uh, their mic. I put it in their microwave. That's the logical place to put it, right? <laughs> and then 
went to a little house party in the basement and somebody flooded it. I don't know who. Wasn't you? I don't maybe. <laughs> um and we all had to leave and then went into the bar, the union, and I left. Yeah. Because it was a whiskey. You, and you ghost. I ghost. I've actually I've not to run into your story, but I I've learned the technique of ghosting. Mm-hmm. Love it. You're doing it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Nice. I love it. And the ghosting definition before you continue is when you're out with your friends and you're drinking and you leave without saying goodbye. And I do that. Yeah. I did that. I I'm doing better. But I did that all the time. Yeah. Like the fact that you guys would let me walk in last, it's just foolish. <laughs> just you damn fools. Yeah. Um, but I ghosted my friends and I walked and I just I don't black out, so I recall all this. And I just passed out in a yard. I yeah. laid down on the grass and just fell asleep. Yeah. And I woke up and I met someone at DP Doe. <laughs> and then I went to the freshman dorms and found, I somehow found someone I knew and I crashed at their place. Yeah. I think that has to be the drunkest I've ever been. That sounds, I mean, passing out in a yard, pretty drunk. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I walked to it. Yeah. I wasn't like walking and just was like just passed out. Yeah. I walked to the yard and just laid down. <laughs> like, I go, I take I, a nap. I now. take nap. <laughs> I take <laughs> nap right here. <laughs> Good night. Oh man, that's probably the drunkest I've been. I passed out. Uh, speaking of like laying outside, I passed out um, on the Otterbein football field one time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> this is back in this is back in my college days. Okay, this was a little while back. That's good. Yeah, I had a couple friends that went to Otterbein and uh, just couldn't find my friends and the gate was open to the football field, so I was like, oh, this is cool, and just laid there for a while. That's great. I yeah, like that. That's what I did. Um, that was really the only question on uh, Instagram. That's the only, I mean, there was, some, there was some other ones, but that was the only one that There's was stuff that we already talked about. Yeah. yeah. We've already rambled on now for over an hour and a half, so we should probably wrap it up. Oh, geez. There'll be some editing, I'm sure. Yeah. Not, not really. Not. <laughs> We're good. Ben's not here, so we don't have to edit anything. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> all right, little boomers. That's all we got. But hey, let's um that little teaser. Uh, teaser. It, That's it, the word I was it. looking for. Ooh, there you go. Jesus. Nice. What? The, where does it not come? From? I couldn't teaser. Think of it. Teaser. Uh. Well, so hey. <laughs> we, yeah. This is our teaser. Uh, we have an event coming up. It's an artillery exclusive. Um. Let me find the graphic. Where did the graphic go? Oh, there it is. Uh, we're going to post this graphic probably tomorrow. So if you're listening, you get to hear it first because you're a little boomer. I want I want to see. You haven't even seen it yet. I'll let, I'll show it to you before I say it. Oh, my gosh. I like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so here's the deal. November 21st, which is the day before Thanksgiving. So if you want to be really hungover before you go to your Thanksgiving, you can hang out with us. Do this. Okay. So, we are recording a live episode of our podcast at the Dog House, which is Brew Dogs Hotel, Motel, and Stay. Not Holiday Inn, because it's not Holiday Inn. <laughs> hotel, Motel, uh, and Stay. Yeah. So, here's the thing, though. So, here's the... So, it, it's a cool opportunity. So, I... Brew Dog is... This hotel is booked. Yes. For months. Always. Always booked. 
impact. It's made national headlines. It's been on every website, every news, everything. This is the first beer hotel in America. Yeah. They got taps in the rooms. In. They got beer fridges in the showers. In. The showers. In. So here's the thing. We're actually going to be doing our podcast in a hotel room. Um, so you theoretically can't actually listen to the podcast happening, but here's what we're going to do before the recording of our podcast. We're going to be hanging out at the bar Mm -hmm. down at brew dogs in canal Winchester, Ohio. Yep. And we're going to be there for probably a couple hours before we go upstairs and do the pod. So if you want to come hang out with us, have some beers with us. We're going to be there. It's going to be everybody that you have heard on this podcast is going to be there. Myself, Warren's going to be there. Yes. Austin's going to be there. You finally can meet Ben. Could yep. The, <laughs> yep. That's always a treat. Mike's going to be there. David's going to be there. Um, and, and also some other people that help out the artillery from time to time. Um, so it's going to be a fun time. And big thanks to BrewDog because BrewDog is making, making this happen for us. Awesome. Like I said, their ho- that hotel, the doghouse, is booked for months. If you and haven't been there before, like not just not the hotel, but like if you haven't been to their brewery down there, go beforehand if you want. Just check it out. It's oh, it's incredible. It's awesome. huge. Just huge. Look, yeah. It's massive. And it's it's so just anybody can go. Just yeah. have fun. Bring your dog. Yeah. It's in the name. Bring the oh, dog. Yeah. They've got a <laughs> yeah. dog park. Yeah. It's great. It's absolutely fantastic. And like I said, because we're, we're going to do, it's going to be like a weird setup. We're doing the podcast in a hotel room. Um, and the way we're going to be doing it, we're going to be doing like, um, we're going to stream some of it live as well. So like, there's really no opportunity for you to be there while we're recording, but we want to make sure we get to hang out with you, talk yeah. with you. And if you want to make the trip over to, over to Canal Winchester, um, we'll, we'll, we'll officially announce the date or the, or the times. The date is November 21st. Yeah. We'll announce the times that we're going to be there and where you know where we'll be and it'll be at least two hours before we go up into the room and do the podcast oh yeah and we would love to you know talk with you meet with you we know there are a couple thousand of you that listen each week so we know you're out there and we want to uh you know get some face-to-face time with you little boomers because we love you guys at a great uh, spot oh it's a great it's huge great spot like like you said bring your freaking dog yeah they allow you to have dogs inside there yeah it's crazy it's awesome and they got I mean, BrewDogs, their beer's awesome, too, which is a it's plus. great. Yeah. yeah. So November 21st, mark your calendars. It's going to be pretty dope. And uh, I think, should we do the podcast in the shower naked together? I mean, I think it's obviously going to be able to fit all the people. Oh, it's a big shower. I've yeah. seen it. So. And there's literally a fridge of beer in the shower. I love it. So love maybe it. we just wear our swim trunks. But you don't want to see each other's penises. I might wear like a... I mean, we've already seen each other's penises multiple times. Yeah. We're, guys, wear, we're guys being dudes, you know? I might wear a two-piece. <laughs> wear a two-piece. We'll <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but no, it's going to be a good time. And uh, like I said, we're, I'll send out a tweet probably tomorrow, which will be Thursday. Yeah. Just kind of outline the details of what's happening. And uh, we'd love, like I said, to see you guys there. It'd be awesome. So be November great. 21st, mark your calendars down now. And also, before we close, SeatGeek.com. Download the SeatGeek app. Put in that code CBJ on a first-time purchase. You get $20 off your purchase. Boom. I love it. It's great. Got anything else to say? I don't think we have anything else to say. It's good. 
<laughs> it's it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. All right, little boomers, we love you. Thank you for listening. You are awesome. And we will see you next Wednesday. Peace. Ailey.